<laughs> Welcome to the Tuesday Review. I'm Nathan, as always, joined by Callum and James in the studio. How are you going, guys? Good, thank yeah, you. Yeah, pretty good. Good. Um, it's a, a nice chill. Well, it's well, chill so no, far. No, no. So, I, I, we, we thought this was going to be a chill episode, and then we got in the studio and we started talking about what we're going to talk about on the show, and no, it's not going to be chill. Okay. It, <laughs> on paper, it's a review roundtable. Yeah. With, with a spectre in the room of a certain trailer that oh, they've dropped. Yeah, no, and a lot of other things that we have to talk about. <laughs> I was just like, you know, I'll, I'll talk about a couple of things, come talk about Nathan, talk about a couple of things. But then we're like, started yelling and arguing about things. And, and I was like, oh no, now we have to talk about Here this. Here we on the go. Show. So we'll try to, we'll start with it to get out of the way, but it'll end up taking over half of the show. So we'll try to keep it short. Yeah. So we've already we've already made an agreement with Calum. If he starts to ramble, we'll tell oh, him cut to, his mic. <laughs> no, no, we don't have to do that. But we'll tell him to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. So <laughs> this morning, the Marvel MCU uh, the Eternals trailer dropped, and the, the, I didn't. I the didn't, movie Kumail got ripped for. Yeah, <laughs> it looks and awesome. Yeah he, yeah, he has a great figure for it. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of. I was like seeing superheroes look like superheroes in yeah, the comics. Yeah. That kind of makes me makes me giddy. Yeah. But, um, like, I didn't think much of it. I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. But you can't tell with MCU trailers because they show you the cool bits and then they, they don't show you the dodgy CGI, um, yeah. you know, uh, what do you call it? The, the climactic battle yeah, where yeah, things yeah. are just, you yeah. know. Black that, Panther syndrome. Yeah, they don't show you that that stuff. They just show you, the, like, the cool character moments and, and they don't, they don't want to spoil anything of it. So I was just like, oh, yeah, that looks kind of cool. But it's too hard to tell with these movies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and also, like, at this point, we, we kind of know what we're getting from the MCU. And yeah. it's like, yeah, it'll be good, but it's like whether it'll be great or not. Probably. I said to Nathan, I'm like, I was telling Nathan like before the show how I have problems with it. But I'm like, but at least with their track record, it'll be fine. It, it won't be a complete Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. at worst, it'll be okay. Yeah. Even the worst MCU movies are still not that bad, and you know better than DCs for comparison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, like you kind of you watch it like, like I said, it's hard. To, it's hard to actually gauge. Like, like I've always said, if you, you you're either in or out with the MCU. So yeah. the trailers are almost we're too long in the game now. Yeah, it's like the trailer doesn't even matter. Like I was just like, well, I'm gonna see it anyway. Um, but like I said, it, it's, you can't really gauge if the movie's going to be good or not. Yeah. You know, you, you know, it's going to be of an MCU <coughs> standard, but whether it's going to be great, it's probably not. I mean, because... also this is one of those weird movies where, um, the trailer doesn't actually tell us pretty much yeah. anything about what's going confused. on. Yeah. So, for some context, my understanding of the original comic book characters, are. It's a less because they're a lesser known property as well. Like, yeah. If you haven't read the comics, you might not be overly familiar with them. Yeah. The trailer. If the, you're not familiar with them, yeah. the trailer doesn't really. The the quick rundown is there were a bunch of beings before sentient life or the first sentient life, depending yeah. on how you want to frame it. Are called the Celestials. They created a whole bunch of sentient races, such as human beings, Kree, the Scrolls, all these other people. So yeah, they're like Celestials, are like gods. Yeah, basically. Um, and in the comics, they interfered with a whole bunch of like proto-humans. Yeah. And those people from, you know, the different parts of the world or whatever yeah. uh, became the Eternals. And then yeah. over the generations, only a few of them could breed. So over they, the generations, you get what we get in the comics, this yeah. group of people. Yeah. Um, 
Did in it? the movie, though, they're being framed as ancient aliens. Well... Uh, at least that's what the synopsis at, claims. Yeah, well, I mean, in just going off the trailer, you do see the ship, which I assume is the celestial ship, coming to the proto yeah. like early early caveman time, yeah, and assumedly turning one of them into the you know in a mortal yeah. person or whatever. So I think there's already there seems to be contradictions straight off the bat between like well, the blurb writing department and what well, they're actually yeah, filming. And, keep, keep and that's probably not that uncommon to be fair. Yeah. But also keep in mind is the trailer doesn't like we said it doesn't no, show a the, lot so the trailer yeah. it, it shows a fair bit but nothing in context yeah. nothing that leads yeah. us to any um, real story direction. No. One the the only issue I have that kind of makes me wary is and like James, I was talking about this before the show with James, uh, just so James knows I'm going to repeat myself. Um, <laughs> Which is ninety percent of what we yeah. do. Anyway. The Jack Kirby comics, if you, if you're familiar with Jack Kirby's work, he was a really colorful artist. Like he made his he made his name with Stan Lee yeah, on like iconic. things like the Fantastic Four and like other like kind of yeah, like big Spider-Man. colorful comics. So his 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 colors jump off the page. Really vibrant, dynamic well, designs. To be fair, also that that time that period in comic book history like was colorful yeah but i'm like so he's but, yeah he's, his original characters legend, yeah, yeah the original creations yeah i'm like they just look awesome even to this day so you can go back through jack kirby's work some of it hasn't aged particularly well yeah but some of his work is amazing to this day yeah so you, we get the, the trailer drops and the costumes have that bland mcu kind of look that doesn't jump off the screen I was kind of like, this is the best they can do. It's, I'm, you know, I like, like the look on. of the costumes, but like I was saying to you before the show, the MCU movies are so uniform, yeah, that they're obviously not gonna go like so, super like vibrant, and that is a negative. But they also, need, they it's should like do better. They, they, but also it makes sense. Like I said, you know what you're gonna get from yeah. the MCU. It's like they they're very a, uniform. Yeah, my feeling it's, is like it's a comic book. Yes, yeah, an Eternals comic book adaptation, but it still has to fit into the yeah, MCU. Yeah, that's as the we, other thing. But They'll like change a, a lot from the comics to fit yeah, into the MCU. But they're also they're like, like, they also have to explain where the Eternals have been this whole time, especially him, when yeah. Thanos was running around. It, yeah, yeah got to keep that, in mind, Callum, that they have to fit it in the framework of what we already have. Yeah, yeah, but no. My my point is, it's like these these big, larger than life characters but who are supposed to be amazing, and then they have these kind of like it's know, valid, beige looking it's outfits. A, it's a it's a valid criticism because like I I love the MCU. Like I said, you're either in or in or you're out, and I'm in, even though it has problems and whatever. It's like I still generally enjoy it, and still most of the movies are fun and and yeah. I enjoy and the TV them. shows have been on point for the most then, part. Yeah, the the decent. Uh, Disney Plus, yeah, stuff. But, like, in saying that, there is the problem of they all start to look and feel and sound all identical. And that makes sense because they're all a shared universe. But also, it doesn't allow for more... Distinction. Yeah, more distinction. And, yeah, just more creativity. Yeah. Like, I would assume, like, if you told me an Eternals uh, movie was going to be made and I had no idea about it and I had no idea about the MCU... I'd assume it was going to be this like big grand like not space opera is the wrong word, but this big grand sci-fi yeah. fantasy well, with big colors and you know just like in my in my my mind's eye. Yeah, and of course but, what we get is that kind of that but, middle like, of the road, but but kind of colorful, kind of bland. But result. also keep in mind like what we like I just said what we saw in the trailer might is not, not be indicative. Yeah, yeah, like the the climb like I said the climax and whatever like the big action set pieces 
you don't even I get a glimpse telling, of. Well, I was telling Callum before the show. I was reading. I was reading reactions to this trailer on Twitter before, and yeah. uh, one person said that he reckons they're adapting a, uh, or parts of a specific comic arc. Yeah, that makes in sense. In which the Eternals, like what we see with all the spacey stuff, is probably like almost at the, the start, like a prologue, mm. like explaining who they are. Yeah, and then uh, and one of the comic arcs, they sort of get brain, in a way, brainwashed and. They sort of they, they think are they're human. They think they're human, yeah. and so they have to I fit think, into society. And I think, and what this guy, I agree with this guy. What the most likely storyline for this movie is going to be? They're human, and maybe they have the like snap dreams. Wakes them up, or yeah. I think that to to fit it into the MCU to explain well, their absence. So yeah. the, the the Eternals the, can control their molecular structure, kind yeah. of like Doctor Manhattan in a way so maybe the snap but, wakes them up when they 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 try some of them kind of almost <laughs> die but the atoms kind of just yeah glue back but together <laughs> also in the in the trailer like there is the voiceover he's like we had like a policy of non-interference yeah so i hope they don't just explain it away of like they've been around for thou- hundreds of thousands of years and just every time something bad happened they were like nah it, it, <laughs> yeah that's what i worry about because i'm like, uh, you know, yeah, maybe, it's, maybe the, it's like the Captain Marvel argument. It's like, where was she yeah, during yeah, the original it, Avengers pro- problem during Ultron? Yeah. It's like a busy other yeah, stuff. There's some other Look, yeah. it's a lame cop out a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, but like, I think the easiest it's, and most likely answer is it's going to be them. We might get some cool set pieces of like, um, like they might sort of digitize them into scenes from like, oh uh, no, 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 that would be lame. <laughs> that would be, it'll be lame. Yeah. But we might get scenes set in the past during events. Like, yeah. if it's them, if it's like, it could take, like, the movie could take place over 10 years. We don't know. Of, like, them I, I would, yeah, I mean, I being would hope, humans. I'll just even cool little would, flashbacks. I would hope scenes. that it shows, I mean, I think we, do we see? I can't know. Oh, look, I it can't takes place over thousands trailer. of years, just, technically. Yeah, but I was going to say, like, you'd hope that they show scenes throughout all of his, human yeah. history. Uh, but I, I think most likely it's going to be a kind of a boring, straightforward tale yeah. of them trying to reconnect. Maybe I, they have like dreams or they see visions of each other. Honestly, or like they're uncovering the mystery of who they yeah. really are. Honestly, like you know, I'm a I'm a glass half empty kind of guy, and I think at the end of the day, I hate to say it, but what we see in the trailer is going to be the best. Yeah, parts Look, the best looking one thing parts, that the it, best feeling parts. The parts we don't see are all the Black Panther CGI. One thing that I get really the the one thing that kind of really excites me about this film yeah. is it has Dane like Whiteman Whitman I, oh yeah uh, the Black Knight, Black Knight yeah. who's uh, an Avengers character who's Who, like, kind of lesser known he, if you don't read the comics he's like, not in the trailer Kit yeah, he, he's, he's played not, by Kit Harrington yeah, I don't remember seeing him in the trailer but, so his character has a cursed sword and yeah. he also has a whole bunch of other magical weapons but the cursed sword is the cool part hopefully, and hopefully it's like, he's not just he can't a really CGI. like he can't really shed blood with it otherwise it activates the curse. But he's like got he's got some other kind of powers too. But he's just an interesting character. Yeah, there's like time stuff with him as well, and it's yeah. kind of like spirits and it'll it's be interesting awesome. how to see how they deal with it. So I hope he's a big part of it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hope they don't well, show because yeah. like the, the Eternals to me they look boring. I'm like yeah whatever. Give me the yeah. give me Kit Harrington yeah. with the cursed sword. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. R- reminds well, me of the like I want him. Um, the Cursed Sword, I'm hoping they get like old school sword fantasy back because well, apparently they're rebooting Highlander. That's, that's what I was going like, yes. to say is like, I hope that they don't like, because, you know, once he gets the Black Knight outfit or whatever, I hope he's not just like motion capture, uh, you know, like a Black Panther kind of suit kind of thing. Mm. We well, don't need to give Although him Black that Panther much. Although Black had some practical, like had had a practical suit. Just need to give him but, a sword and he'll do, you know, he can yeah. just swing it. But you know what I mean? I hope they don't just go to, they always end up doing it. They always end up screwing, especially because 
MCU has a tendency to get these interesting directors in and being like and being like oh you know bring your unique aspect and then just hammering out all the unique aspects and then taking the action scenes away from them and being like don't worry about it, we got it and then, and then it's just cgi crap yeah. so it ends up being it doesn't matter who you get to direct it because at the end of the day it is an mcu film like it's yeah. a factory yeah, made yeah. film and like i said i enjoy them but that is a problem. So what we see in the Eternals trailer, I think, looks cool. But at the end product is probably just going to be a very, you know, average, rounded MCU yeah. average thing. But I mean, fingers crossed, it's not. But this look, was just a teaser trailer, so you know there yeah, might be yeah. further further thoughts down the line. Yeah. Oh, you know, when we get uh, the official trailer, we'll probably learn a little bit more about what yeah. the plot is. This is just all speculation. Yeah, which we uh, want to do. <laughs> 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 uh, should we move on yeah, well, yeah we shall move on well uh, i uh, like i thought we could talk about love death and robots um because nathan and i have watched it unfortunately Callum hasn't had time to watch it but we're not going to spoil anything and i was just like i thought we'd just get out of the way before we do the actual proper round table um I liked it, but it's not as good as the nowhere first close season man. nowhere close volume. there's a couple of good shorts but yeah it, it was missing a lot of a different animation style. Like there was like what one it, and a two D yeah, sort it, of animation. There was one two D, and then the rest were the most of them were like really photorealistic CGI. The first one was like and cartoony, the first one was cartoony CGI. But the yeah, the rest were kind of aimed for photorealism, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah. One of the good things about the first season was it was variety, exactly. pretty dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. It di- yeah. It was like you didn't know what you were getting. And like the variety in stories in the first yeah, season was as also well. a lot better. Yeah. Um, there was a, a lot of sort of like more high concept CG, space faring CG sort of stories in this one. Um, this one, few, yeah. Um, I liked, almost funnily enough, I liked the Christmas one almost the most. Oh, yeah. That and was, was the really shortest good. one. It was like five minutes yeah. long. That, that, that's like what I'm going to imagine Santa is from now yeah. on. <laughs> Without terrifying. spoiling anything, yeah. there's like a five minute short about kids <laughs> discovering Father Christmas. Yeah. And I thought that was like the best. That was good, yeah. It might like, it's a weirder, shorter one, but I feel like it was the, yeah. one of the strongest. I feel like they should do more like that. Like it's yeah. just really short, really weird. Yeah. Don't worry about like the really high concept photorealistic. Like you do a couple of those, sure, but that shouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Keep it weird. Keep it short. Keep it weird. Yeah. Keep it dynamic, as Callum said. Because uh, um, I mean, when we when we talked about the first, when did the first season come out? Two cu- years couple ago. Years more. Ago. Yeah. Even more, maybe. I don't know. But I remember it came out, and we were like, "Are they going to do more?" No one knows. I don't think Netflix had said. And then this kind of just dropped out of nowhere. Um, it could it could be a, a production of COVID too. That I, that's like, what, that's need, what I was going to say. We it's, need something to put the out. Fact, the fact that we didn't even know this second one was coming and it did. So I'm hoping that this just means that they're just kind of trying to tide us over while while they're Everything working on more. Everything else has been more. delayed. Yeah. And it kind of makes sense because the first one was what, like 18 episodes and this is only eight? Yeah. So maybe it was a situation so, of like, we have eight ready to go, yeah. drop them now, so we I'm can hoping, drop another 10 Yeah, I'm hoping then they do volume three and then volume four and it's just like, each season, different amount of episodes, different things. Like, I can sort of, I can see that happening because of the environment we're in now, Yeah. right? It's COVID, we got eight episodes that were ready, maybe not the best they had planned. Yeah. But it's what we've got. Yeah. That's me being optimistic. I'm ho- yeah, exactly. I'm hoping that that's the case and they're not just like, oh, 
we're just going to keep cutting it and, you know, you'll get three, maybe never and yeah. that kind of thing. I'm um, hoping that they... I ho- like, because I want to see more and yeah. I want to see different... I want to s- see more risks. Yeah, like, this is one of the reasons, like, I remember when we talked about the first season, I was just like, they should do... They should do Love, Death and, Ro- Death and Robots. Then they should also do another anthology that's just other weird animation stuff and other weird live action stuff. I think that's also one of the problems I had is they were almost too hyper-focused on the robots. Yeah, most of them about the robots. And I was just like, no, this is the name. You don't actually have yeah, to focus my, um, on... One of my other favorite ones was about... The, the last episode was about the giant. Oh, that was really interesting. And that was more interesting. It wasn't... A lot of them, they try to be like fast and punchy. Yeah. And this one was a bit slower, a little bit gentler, yeah. if you want to use that word. A little bit more Contemplative. Just contemplative. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was another one of the better ones. It has nothing to do with robots. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they should do stuff like that. But also, like, I remember, you know, like, what, like, what Adam's Adult Swim used to be or is supposed to be or what liquid television was back in the 90s on mtv it's just like really weird really out there shorts um they should do more yeah just in general not just with love death and robots but with another series and Uh, look yeah i agree i I think that um i think maybe it's just like a COVID contingency plan yeah i'm I'm hoping that yeah we get more Variety and more, and more seasons. Probably like 90% of Netflix's in development got put on hold. Yeah. yeah. So it's like they have to find something to put out. So it might as well be shorts. By their definition, like they can just chop up episodes because it's an anthology. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. See how like, it goes. I liked it. Not a strong season though. one. But some people are saying it sucked. And I was just like, no, it was eight good. episodes of cool animation. What, like, what yeah, do you no, want? Like, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed every yeah. episode. Yeah, no. Just because awesome. they're not as good as the heights of yeah, the first Yeah, just because there wasn't as many. Yeah, no, it was awesome. I enjoyed it. Um, well, I'll go first if you don't mind, just because I'll, I'll, yeah. ho- I'll hopefully be quick. Um, but so I, I got my TV set up because, like I, like I said last week or the week before, like we're getting renovations done. I got it set up last week just before we did drive, so I got to watch drive properly. Um, and so now I've been put in the extra time in trying to catch up <laughs> um good, like good news is i got it set up where it was before but good news is now that we're kind of reconfiguring the house might move it to another place so i gonna have a bit more room so potentially i could get a bigger tv big you know sound system a big couch like with the recliners like you guys probably won't go for the projector but probably like a giant TV. But we'll see. That probably won't be for a while. But that's in that could be in the works. No, so that's that'll good, be man. Cool. That's good. Um, I don't really know what to talk about first. But whatever your heart tells you. Well, uh, let's, have you got decades listed? No, no, no. Well, the we won't do that this week. We'll do that another time. Okay. Because there's a couple of things that I watched that I feel like I have to mention, even though I probably bore the listeners to death. But first thing, I'll try to keep it short. First thing, Castlevania season four. No spoilers. No, I won't spoil it. Really it good? good. Really good. I really Satisfying it. ending because I'm assuming it's the yeah. final finale, so, right? Yeah, they they um decided to wrap it up with this season. Did I, I feel like was, did am I right? Did I read that they're doing a spin-off? Well, that's what I was getting at. Is the end the end feels satisfying, but it does feel a little bit rushed. I feel like they could have done at least one more season, probably even two, probably even you know, probably even more really, but um. 
they they had did say something about they're going to do a spin-off which i really hope they do because there's a lot to explore and really cool stuff going on it's a really cool show and they could easily just flash forward 100 years and mm. do Simon Belmont because this 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 series is about Trevor Belmont his yeah. ancestor or whatever so it'd be cool if they just flash forward and you could still have obviously vampire characters who don't yeah. age um, and then you could just have a whole bunch of new characters yeah. and they could explore a different... So I hope they really hope they do that because I would like to see more yeah. of it. We, we want more 2D animation in general. Yeah, and just really cool vampire fighting action. <laughs> I won't spoil it, but Alucard, like they show his full power set or whatever you call it. You know, they turn it up to 11. It's awesome. Um. All right. Did you guys watch the first episode of Modoc? No. No. I um I I've didn't been... think it was funny. You did? <laughs> I didn't. Oh. <laughs> it's meant to be some sort of like almost like robot chicken. Yeah, it's yeah. Ve- like the animation, it's like stop motion animation. It's very very reminiscent Patton of Robot Oswalt. Yeah, of Robot Chicken. Seth Green is even a producer on it. Um Patton Oswalt, yeah, does the voice and it's supposed to be cuz it's it's on it's on Star. It's not on um, it's on, yeah, it's on Disney Star. It's not yeah. on Disney Plus. It's not on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Star because it's like the Adult, more edgy. Yeah. They swear, yeah. you know, and there's some more risque jokes. But honestly, I didn't think it was very funny. Um, and they're releasing it week to week, which uh, okay. Um, <laughs> That's and, uh, Disney. Disney's big on that. Yeah, and I was just like, you know, I have so much to watch. I don't know if I want to continue watching it. And this brings me to my next show which is I started watching Jupiter's Legacy and I didn't like the first episode, but I'll, I usually watch the whole season so I can at least give a rounded, you know, opinion. Yeah. I watched the second episode, didn't like that. Um, and I was just like, you know, I, there's some interesting ideas here. I watched the third episode. I was like, no, nah, I don't have time for this. I've got so much to watch. I'm so busy at work. Got so much stuff going on at home. Don't have time to keep watching this crap. Um, and so I just decided to stop watching it, even though there was stuff I was really interested in that I would like to see explored. It might be a case like, where the comics l- will be superior. Like you know what I mean? Like what? I can tell you if it was explored or well, not. Well, that's what I was going to, th- that's what I was getting to is that Nathan did finish it. Um, and, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone listening. Um, but yeah, there were interesting things. Like I like the idea of like you know the the whole capitalism thing but i don't it just it was just it wasn't a good show it was very cw-esque very oh yeah uh, very and I, I live that shit so it's <laughs> oh yeah you, you and your riverdale i swear to god hey that's an hiatus right? i haven't had any riverdale for a while <laughs> but um but yeah um what was i saying um i feel like because i haven't read the comic um but yeah the comic book probably explored it better but also the comic book if this is indicative of the comic book, it's kind of cringe. Um, and I guess Miller, he's done some great stuff, but also a lot of his stuff is kind of too edgy five me kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and rem- like remember years ago when Netflix partnered with Miller World and they were going to bring to yeah. bring to life all these um, comics and uh, Miller yeah. comics. Um, I think this is the first one, right? Mm-hmm. And I hope this is not signs of things to come um you know like this is not a good start 
I don't know if there were production problems or development problems with this property because, uh, like you said, it's yeah. a little CWE, which is weird for Netflix. It's the very. Budget... It feels almost like they shot it for another network and then sold it yeah, to Netflix, the... even though I know that's not true because they developed it at Netflix. Like, some of it looks nice. Some of it's a budget. The special looks effects a little... are terrible. Yeah, the special <laughs> effects aren't great. The The budget's a little weird. It's yeah. kind of, like, yeah, strange. It's they also, those... they try really hard not to drop the F-bomb. Yeah, they do. They you know, like it's really strange. It, it maybe it's strange. maybe they wanted it to be like a family friendly superhero show. I think so, yeah. But then there's also moments of like extreme violence. Yeah. Which I think is also the American thing of like you, you can show people getting their faces ripped Just off. Just don't but, swear and don't have nudity. But if you, yeah, if you yeah. don't have the yeah. F bomb and nudity, really tonally inconsistent. Yeah. It is a bit tonally inconsistent. Um yeah, no, the the budget's weird because some scenes will look Really nice, mm. and the um, we'll say the uh, like the nineteen twenties sort of scenes, the flashback scenes, are really cool. And then those were the most interesting parts. Uh, yeah, and that's that, that. I agree. That probably was like the flashback sequences or the flashback storyline was the best part of the show for me as well. Yeah. Um, and, and then you get sent forward into the future, and it's yeah, kind of a bit CWE. The suits are a little bit naff, and like. The acting's the, really the bad. The acting's really bad, and he, like, they're the same... It's very... Like, they're the same actors in the flashback sequences The makeup as in modern is terrible. Day, the age makeup the is age terrible. Ma- there's no age makeup. They just give the dude gray hair, and they're just like... No, oh. but you can see they got really bad, like, uh, I didn't even notice. wrinkles. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, So, like, look, I enjoy it. Like, I am, I am, I'm not one to turn my nose up at... Garbage. Um, <laughs> At least you acknowledge. I acknowledge me and James the snobs here. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, I, I like garbage. I will eat from good. the. I will eat from the trough. However, <laughs> um, like I can't acknowledge there are problems with this show, but I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I'm just a bit like usually I would like to finish out the season at least, but yeah, I, in this instance I couldn't do it. All I would say is possibly you could watch some sort of YouTube mashup of all the flashback sequences and then watch like a, a half fan, hour. Yeah, a fan like edit a, a would fan be really edit. cool, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. that, that is the sort of the side of the show that has the most payoff. Yeah. Um, that's called mystery and like yeah, that, the, the I feel, sort of the budget for the flashback sequences were almost better uh, than yeah, the budget for the mod. Sh- yeah, like the main portion was better, of the yeah, show. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it was very weird. Yeah, anyway. So anyway, continue, James. Well, no, I think that's it. Like there's some... I, I, I'll be very quick with this because, um, like I said, months ago, you know, during lockdown or whatever, it's like, it's hard to talk about video games is because it's such a long, uh, experience. Um, and it's such an involved thing that especially if someone else hasn't played it, it's hard to discuss, Yeah, but it's something, maybe it'll tie into what Calum talks about. I don't know, but like, you know, like I said, in my lockdown episodes, like I'm, focusing more on collecting blu-rays like i'm not going to the movies as much anymore like <laughs> it worked out all right because there's nothing out. well yeah and there's nothing <laughs> yeah. out um but also same with gaming like for like i've got such a big back catalog of games i haven't played and like i would like to try to catch up with that rather than spending 60 70 80 100 bucks on new games and then not having time to play them i might as well catch up on the ones i already have that i haven't played or wait for these new games to drop in price and then Smart. buy them later. And I feel like that's a much better thing because I played Prey, P-R-E-Y, from 2017. I love that game. Which I hadn't played I, when it came out. I loved yeah. that game. 
and I got it for eight bucks on Xbox One, and I was just like, you know, I don't have time to play this, but I played like an hour or two each week, and it took me twenty six hours to finish or whatever over you know weeks, but eventually I finished it, and I had problems with it. I didn't love it as much as you, Nathan, but I won't go into it. But I just the fact that it was eight bucks, and I finally got to play a game that I hadn't before. I was like, awesome. So I want to do that more because there are games out now that I really want, but I don't want to shell out a hundred bucks yeah. and I don't even have time to play it. Yeah. So I might as well wait till it goes down in price. Then I can play it later. You know, like I, pl- I finally got around to playing Spec Ops, the line, which <laughs> everyone talks about. Like, like, oh yeah, my no, God, I, oh my I, God. Um, I've also got that game. That's I haven't a, played yeah, it yet. That's a good it game. It came out in like 2012 yeah. or that's something. That's a good game though, yeah. And like I had it on the Xbox 360, I just never played it. I never like finally got around to playing it. It's a short game. I think I finished it in about eight it's hours cooler, or right? something. It's interesting. Again, I have problems with it, but it's interesting and we won't go into it, but it's like I'm enjoying... In the same way, I'm Re- enjoying... discovering games. Yeah, yeah, in the same way, I'm enjoying rediscovering movies in, like, just watching them when I want to watch them, what I want to watch, and not feeling like I need to spend money on new stuff, like, or on the big fame, like, whatever's popular. I mean, yeah, as far it's as... It's the same with games. Like, I just want to... Yeah, like... Uh, catch at, up and... At the moment, with the release schedule, what it like it is anyway, the only movies I'm buying are, like, classics or movies I'm upgrading yeah. from Blu-ray to 4K. Yeah, like I'm up, I'm upgrading all my DVDs to Blu-ray, and it's costing me a fortune. But to be re- worth to re- it. yeah, to relive these old movies that I love, that I've seen so many times, now in, in HD, yeah. sometimes in 4K, I was just like mind blowing. It's like especially like, if you end up getting during, a bigger TV. Yeah, and, and during lockdown, I, I like I rewatched because I had um, uh, the Austin Powers trilogy on DVD. And those DVDs... Uh, we have a DVD. This is, we, like, is it the blue sparkly DVD set? No, it's not. It was their individual one, oh. not the set. But like this is like early DVD, like early yeah, 2000s. Yeah, we, have a, we also have an early and DVD Austin oh, Powers yeah. Blu-ray yeah, right? set. DVD I think set. everybody probably does. Yeah, no, everyone does, right? <laughs> everyone from the same that, era. Yeah, yeah. Everyone our age has the early 2000s copies of DVD copies of um, Austin Powers. But during lockdown, I upgraded to the Blu-ray... And it's like night and day. It was like watching the movie for the first time. And it's a movie. It's Austin Powers. I've seen it a billion times. It's funny every time. It's though. a com. Yeah. It's like it's a comedy. You don't. It doesn't have the best cin- cinematography in the world. But watching it on Blu-ray, it was like watching it for the first time. It was amazing. Awesome. So you can imagine that for movies that are cinema. To graph, gra- gra- cinematographically. Great. Yeah. <laughs> 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 movies that look really nice. You know, like classic old you know, movies, you know, when they come out in 4K or whatever, like I'm enjoying that more and I'm enjoying watching it not even like, for no, just for no reason other than I want to watch it. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why on review roundtables and stuff and like I was just kind of like, you know what, pick a decade and I'll talk about a movie I had watched, not because I want to talk about it, but because I had already watched it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like, like I just want to watch and play stuff because I want to. And not because I want to talk about it on the show, yeah. or not because other people are watching and playing it and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And that's like, the way everyone that should. Way. Yeah, and it's that's like, the way everyone should normally consume content. Yeah, like I'm more excited about watching movies now than I, I was uh, 
in 2019 because you planted a seed in my brain maybe i shouldn't be watching them in watch list order and i should just watch one that i want to watch yeah like it's more like a feeling or like right now this is a semi-related and i'm stuck in this struggle with myself i feel it it, this is it sounds really weird and strange but the astronaut's wife is on netflix and this is and it's a good movie wait astronaut's wife no i haven't seen that one but it's a movie i always start watching i'm like have i seen this movie do i remember this movie yeah but i'm never sure if i've actually seen it all the way through and then i'm like wait i'll watch something i know i haven't seen (laughs) and then i i also i never fully watch this movie because i'm never fully sure if i've seen it all or not and i always change my mind just watch it by the end of it you'll know (laughs) yeah that's it (laughs) so like uh, uh, relating to that i'm I'm gonna have to sit myself down and be like yeah now this is a good movie just rewatch it if you have to. Yeah, exactly. Don't, oh, yeah. don't struggle and suffer on finding something new to watch. Yeah. And also like, you know, before the, you know, in 2019, before the lockdown happened, whatever, like I, I would, I would stress over like, what are we going to review on the show next? What, what, what can I watch that we can talk about? And so the, the movies I watch and TV shows and whatever and games I played is like, it was more about what can I Finding do content. that's like fun to talk about? What yeah. that, that the audience, that the listeners might like. But then it became not fun to do it. And then during lockdown, when we weren't doing the show, it re- kind of re- renewed my love of watching movies because I was just collecting Blu-rays and watching movies for the fun of it and playing games for the fun of it and didn't, didn't have to worry about if it made good content for the show, you know? And so like now, like, like I said, I'm going to try and go more towards that side from now on. Mm, it works with our current format most of the time, anyway. Yeah, and because we review, all have different enough tastes, tables work that, well enough that like yeah. we all we all have stuff to talk about. We all watch separate things. I uh, yeah. have a reputation for liking garbage television, <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. <laughs> I have my own garbage to talk about. James has his um, weird Italian era specific. Oh yeah, like cinema uh, next, to watch. Next review roundtable, <laughs> we'll talk about. Uh, the the um, spectrum of Italian movies you got Fellini classics and then you've got like horror movie <laughs> yeah. trash yeah it's like <laughs> yes and, Italy and Cal- you genius and Callum has something in between <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah th- that's pretty much it from me um I don't right. know who, who, um, who wants to well, go I'll, next. look I'll go next but we'll go to a quick uh, break first yep. and then we'll come in and I have some thoughts on Army of the Dead. Speaking of garbage, yes, Bill. Speaking of garbage, <laughs> I told you I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. You are back on the Tuesday review, and it is a, ra- a review roundtable week, and it is currently my uh, my time to shine. Your turn on the ta- uh, although table. I've kind of already I've shared half of my turn with James this week anyway with yeah. between Love, Death, and Robots and Jupiter's Legacy. Um, but for my specific uh, mini review this week, I will talk about Army of the Dead by Zack Schneider. Yes, um, you know, not Schneider, Schneider. See, you're not Schneider. Zach Schneider. I mean, by Rob Schneider. Wrong. (laughs) That'd be an interesting movie. Uh, (laughs) Rob Schneider is a zombie. (laughs) Um, Um, But yeah, this movie encapsulates what exactly what I was just talking about. (laughs) Where I was thinking about, I was like, should I watch it to talk about in the show because it'll be fun and I'll have lots of hot takes and I'll probably hate it and it'll be fun to you know yell and rant about it. And I'll just like you know what James I don't doesn't waste have to watch time. it. James doesn't have to watch it because it's right up my alley. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> I don't, I don't want to waste my time. Like I got other stuff to 
do other stuff to watch <laughs> you know so it's all right i've got you but luckily to be fair, nathan was like what day one you were like i'm in <laughs> to be fair, i haven't seen it either and my will to watch it is not the highest yeah <laughs> look <laughs> resist it's all right resist. you boys don't have to want to watch it because yeah. i'll watch it and curiosity I'll enjoy it. i was thinking i was like curiosity you know I, i'm curious about it but you know what they say curiosity killed the cat or the tiger <laughs> in this movie oh okay um start is, off is, with is there a zombie tiger there king? is a zombie tiger Okay. It's Las Vegas. Okay. A zombie I was, was going to say, is Joe it's Exotic a, a zombie? Because that, uh, that's a movie I would watch. Um, a, a quick couple of quick points when be, uh, before I actually start talking about the movie itself. It is two and a half hours long, which Oof. people have people have criticized. But I would say uh, the first hour of this movie is just really nice world development. Um, they don't step foot into Las Vegas for the first like 50 minutes, hour. Wow, it's, that's a long time. It's introducing the characters. It's doing all this, uh, laying this groundwork for stuff to come, which I really appreciated. It's slower than maybe, like, maybe that's part of the reason people don't like it because it's slower than the trailer suggests in a lot of ways. Um, so that interested me. Look, I mean, I haven't seen it, but knowing Zack Snyder, I feel like it's not the right kind of slowness and it's mostly slow motion <laughs> and just excessive... Um, gratuitous um self-indulgence there's a lot of self-indulgence there's <laughs> there's issues i have issues with the camera and the lenses he used oh yeah i heard about this um it's a, an extremely short focus lens hmm. so it look it looks lovely the in dolby vision it whatever it looks lovely 4k pictures amazing hmm. but the the lenses he used anything that's not sh- like directly in the foreground is yeah. kind of blurry and fuzzy yeah that's by design hmm. um and some shots it works really well, some shots it doesn't. Mm. And some shots you're like, well, I want to see what's going off over there, but it's yeah, blurry it's and I can't arty, see anything. Yeah. Um, so there were some issues with cameras aside. Um, the uh, heavy use of practical elements surprised me. That's I, surprising because the trailer looks like CGI nonsense. Yeah, no, there are scenes which see are CGI nonsense, largely like overhead scenes of Vegas and yeah. like, well, what are they going to do? You know, yeah, crowd, uh, yeah. crowd scenes. But I watched the like a half an hour behind the scenes thing about them like creating in this, and they created all of these sets that looked amazing and like large scale sets, and they had hundreds of extras. Oh wow! All with zombie makeup. That's cool. Like and like blood, like they had they augmented uh, practical blood effects with yeah. CG, obviously. Mm. Um, but like they no, like he got up in there. Like okay. they had like all of these practical elements, even like a lot of the stunts, like there's the uh, a zombie tiger and they show you like filming the zombie tiger. You think it'll be CG, but like obviously the tiger's CG, but like the actual actor is there flying around on these wires, hitting the, getting hit with like into the environment, yeah. which is all like foam and like safe, but it mm. looks real. Yeah, and it's yeah. like. And the actor said, like, this is the first time I've done sort of stunts like this. Mm. He's like, all the other films I've been in, this would just be CG added in post, but he's trying to do everything practically. Mm. The movie only costs between 50 and 70 million to make, and you can see where every dollar goes. Okay. Like, that just that by itself, that surprised me. Mm. The amount of money they invested into making this movie. Yeah. There's no Hollywood accounting here. You see where everything goes. Yeah. Which was, which was a nice surprise to see all this practical. Uh, and the gore is amazing. Yeah, well, you'd hope so. Um, another couple of weird plot points, and not, no spoilers. Um, there's a weird aliens theory. Yeah, I've I've heard of the robots and the aliens. Yeah, and I feel like it's if Zack Snyder's self indulgence, 
but it's also Netflix wanting to make this a franchise because they've already made a prequel animated film. No, there's a prequel and then there's an animated film. They're oh, separate. there's two. Yeah. yeah and, so, and Zack Snyder so, wants a sequel. So I feel like even though critically Zack Snyder, people don't really take him seriously, you know, commercially, I think he's big enough and he's big oh, enough yeah. name that I think Netflix was just like, do whatever you want. And he's like, okay, this and that especially, and aliens and cool things. Especially but, now after the Snyder Cut, his profile yeah. so probably so much larger yeah. in like the public mind. Like any yeah. press is good press. And so they're just like, do whatever. And so it's just him going, oh, cool stuff. And um, I was just wondering like, <laughs> and I was just wondering like, does that make a good movie though? If he's just like, ah, oh, jerking off in front of the camera. Look, uh, look I enjoyed it. Again, you know, my reputation <laughs> on standing on this show. I enjoyed it. Um, there also is a really cool thing that I appreciate, and uh, I'm going to have to, re- if I ever rewatch the movie, I'm going to have to pay close attention to. Mm. There's a theory that this is a time loop movie. Just add on extra stuff that James would hate. There's references well, and scenes that kind of. That's interesting. That kind of infer that this is They've the fourth time the sort of the group of characters in the movie have been in this time loop or possible time loop. Without going into spoiler territory, there's a very interesting. I'm theory. not going to let the curiosity get the better of me because <laughs> I know, I know for a fact you're going to convince me to watch it. I'll watch it and I'll You'll be hate like, it. No. I'll hate, I hate every minute of it, and I'll get so mad. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. Or I'll you love to watch it. it. I, don't, I can't yeah. tell. <laughs> but like, but man, like the alien thing is weird. Like the robot thing's weird because like some of them have yeah. like blue eyes, and I don't know if that's just like. An effect, I, or if it's just people I feel jump like, reaching. I feel like it's, it's Zack Snyder going, like, isn't this cool? Like, there's a whole backstory that you don't know about. And yeah, but like, I, never, on, I never saw anything about robots in the movie. I never noticed anything. I think it's because some of the zombies have, like, blue eyes or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, is that just, like, an aesthetic choice they didn't intend for people to think they're robot zombies? I think that, yeah, I think they're supposed to be. I can't remember. Um, but the time loop thing From is really interesting, and I want to sort of go back one day and, like... Pay more attention, or I'll just YouTube. Well, it, yeah, we'll see what happens with the prequel and the animated thing. And the... and um, shout out to oh, what's the actor's name? He's um, Batista. Nah, Batista. Batista's fine in this. He's fine in everything. He's good. Um, he's good. Um, the he was in Sons of Anarchy, James. The um, younger Latino um, Juice. Juice. Yeah, Theo something. Yes, Theo Rossi. Ah, yes. He's in this uh, movie, and he's very good. Okay. Um, he's, uh, he plays like, uh, kind of like a bad guy. Mm. Um, like he's like a, a dick cop kind of guy. It's hard to, cause like he was in, um, one of the Marvel things as Shades, remember? Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was hard, after seeing him play Juice in Sons of Anarchy, it's hard to see him as not that sniveling, yeah. you know, like character. Um, but no, he was good in the Marvel um, and, No, well. and he was also very good in, um, Army of the Dead. Dead. Okay. Stop making me want to watch this film. Yeah, I, what are you doing? Uh, no, but the, the time loop thing is the most captivating for me because now I want to rewatch it. And I'm gonna look, I'm be looking for clues because mm. there's some visual clues and some straight out kind of references and stuff like yeah. that. It's really could have like kind of like an interesting sci-fi twist. Yeah, um, and again, it could just be Zack Snyder joking off and being like, "Look how much I can fit." Yeah, I think I feel like it's that thing. He's like, <laughs> I'm gonna do everything I want to do, and it doesn't matter if it's ever explained or explored. Yeah, um, but look, overall, I enjoyed it, um, and uh, well, uh, that's all I've got for today. Uh, we've got to move on for Callum's takes. Yeah, um, I've been watching a bit older movies, so if you've seen um, The Wrestler, I apologize. 
Um, but so there's a great so Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. Did I butcher the name? No, that's right. Um, he's a great director. We all love. Um, <laughs> well, I don't think everyone likes him. <laughs> <laughs> you might remember we talked about Mother, yeah. and he's done you know he's done some other movies, but he's like a great kind of auteur director. He's a visionary. Yeah. And uh, one of the movies I watched last year, I think it was, was Pi. And it was a yeah. movie that really captivated my attention. Mm. And sometimes I just find myself thinking about it during yeah, the day. It's, of, it's that kind of movie. Uh, like once you're... Because it, it feels it like... It burrows into your mind. Yeah. It's an, it's an iconic storyline. Lots of interesting imagery. And I just think about it. So yeah. I looked up the director and some of the other movies he's done. Mm. And I saw a movie I didn't realize he made called The Wrestler, which I'd seen yeah. years ago. Yeah. Um, starring the uh, excellent Mickey Rourke mm. as a uh, a washed up washed up wrestler called the Ram, mm. Randy the Ram. Yeah. Um, can't remember his surname. I was talking. Anyway, yeah. so like um, one of those eighties kind of big hair wrestlers who's yeah he was like yeah exactly like age he was like a wcw era yeah late 80s kind of wrestler guy a character yeah uh who uh was what they call the face like the hero character yeah yeah. and And uh, now he's he was partially modeled after hulk hogan yeah that kind of of thing um and it's about this gentleman after his fall from fame uh, you know, the industry kind of moved on without him yeah and he finds himself just operating in independent circuits yeah He's um and uh what do you call it um you rust very rusty yeah yeah he's aging he's still popular in cir- in certain circles but he doesn't have any money he yeah. doesn't really have a family he lives in a trailer park yeah and so it's 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 a story it's a drama about him trying to find relevance again while yeah. also trying to Re- fix yeah the problems of his life as they kind uh, of yeah arise. He's, he's like trying to reconnect with his daughter yeah and he has health problems he has a heart attack yeah but uh the reason i wanted to talk about it was because it's an uncommonly good performance by mickey rourke so mickey rourke think- is a great actor but he, he's he's he done was, some terrible performances he, in his he time. He was like a great actor in the eighties and nineties. Like he was like pe- like really, yeah, like Angel Heart yeah, kind of era. Like really, pe- and then then it just kind of Bombed. nosedived. Yeah. And then I th- I feel like the wrestler was like his um his Travolta in Pulp Fiction kind yeah, of like well, people refer to it as comeback. his resurgence. He's kind of yeah. like a, you know he pulls out but his then, chops. Yeah, for but it. then since then I feel like he's gone gotten worse again so the, the reason i find this movie so interesting that i want to talk about it is because the 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 underside of the wrestling world like the behind the scenes culture stuff is not something you get you see very often in movies or tv it's kind of like yeah. very much a an inst not insular is the wrong word but it's not exposed to the light very often so yeah. like pr- professional when i say wrestling i'm talking about professional wrestling the yeah. scripted fake wrestling WWE, not like the athletic yeah. wrestling um and so it's like a kind of like a culture piece in a way. So it's like behind there's like locker room scenes where they they use the lingo yeah. and you see how it all works behind yeah. the scenes. And part the reason it's such a great film is because Aronofsky got permission to actually attend and film at legitimate wrestling events, uh, okay. including legitimate wrestlers. Yeah. So like one of the most famous scenes in the film is a rest is a wrestle match between uh, Randy the Ram and a wrestler called Necro Butcher. And <laughs> Necro Butcher is actually a real wrestler. Yeah. And that's how he wrestles in real life. Yeah. The, the extreme hardcore violence matches where yeah. they'll hit each other with like um, bats with uh, barbed wire, wire yeah. and, you know, like through glass like windows a, yeah. and stuff. That's like a sub sub genre of 
wrestling. Yeah, it, it's, it's hardcore wrestling. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, of, of like, there's like oh, there's all kinds of different terminology. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was looking it up, and it's like you can get a whole glossary on like yeah various. Anyway, um, there's this in that scene. Uh, it's a, it was at a an independent wrestling match, mm. but um, that one of the uh, stunt Mickey Rock stunt performer uh, actually got seriously lacerated from the. Um, he goes through a, like a plate yeah. glass like thing. Yeah. But they 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 rigged it incorrectly and it uh, didn't go off at the right time. Yeah. And he got seriously cut up. So when you see the blood coming out of the like it's oh, like it's legit. Real. It's like lots of legit blood. Yeah. Like Mickey Rock actually cut open it, his forehead for the those, film. It's one of those movies that feels very authentic. And it realistic. kind of it kind of is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and it, of course, Mickey Rourke is kind of buffing it, but because he was a boxer, people forget sometimes he, yeah. he had that weird boxing career going yeah. on. Also drugs. Yeah. I was just saying, <laughs> they do, they do uh, use steroids in the film. Yeah. Cause there is that it's whole thing. It's a very thing. like raw, emotionally raw film. Like it doesn't shy away from like. Yeah. One of the, one of the greatest scenes in the film is a scene where he has to give up wrestling because his heart can't take it anymore. Yeah. So he wants to use that time to reconnect with his daughter, but he needs more money. Yeah. So he he gets a job at a deli, and yeah, like yeah. so the the whole thing that was a real deli, wasn't it? I think so. I feel like they sh- they shot it at a real. Deli it looks and authentic. Had, and yeah. Mickey Rock was actually serving customers. Maybe that I think that was a thing from but, memory. But um, the, the interesting thing is that he finds himself trapped between two worlds because. In one world, he's like a world famous wrestler. People know who he is. People respect him. But then, in the real quote unquote real world, yeah, he's like a washed up, just kind of almost homeless. Yeah. Whereas he's got no money. No one, one respects him. He works a job he hates. Yeah. And to make ends meet and to reconnect with his daughter, he needs more money. So he he gets more work at a deli, like yeah. the deli part of the supermarket he yeah, works yeah. at. And people are just like he hates it. You can see on his face his performance. Yeah. And then one character keeps going, hey, aren't you the Ram? Yeah. And he like cuts his finger in the meat slicer. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah. And then he storms out and I'm like, oh, one, no. One thing I remember from the movie is like he's, because the 80s was his heyday, like he's definitely stuck in that era. That mindset, yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean, kind of like Johnny and Cobra Kai, it's like that. the 80s was his Yeah. Like that's when he was peak. And so now all, he's just obsessed with the 80s. Well, he never retired. Um, they just moved on without him. So yeah. it's like he's still wrestling. He's still trying to live yeah. like he was a young man. There's a great scene where he gets one of the local kids to come into his trailer and like they play a video game. Mm. And I was reading on the trivia that the company that made that video game, they actually made a working video game that actually... So when you see them playing the game, okay. they're actually playing a video game cool. that actually like fully works. Yeah. Like that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um. Because there's nothing worse than in watching a movie and, yeah, and they put a fake play, video yeah, game. Put on the, the PlayStation screen. on and they pick up and there's like a Nintendo yeah, controller. Nintendo, but but because the, they don't want to get the rights to an actual video game, and so they make one, but it's like a poorly animated. Yeah, thing and they all have that, that really you, weird animation clearly, style. Yeah, that's clearly not a video game that no one is playing. <laughs> um, and yeah, just like a, a pretty good performance from Marissa Tomei as well. Like it's not really a performance I'd expect from her. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's about it. Yeah, uh, really, movie. really authentic human drama mm. uh, with Mickey Rourke uh, giving an uncommonly good performance mm. given the era it came out in, at least. Well, yeah, it was his like, one big comeback performance. and then um, The other classic I wanted to talk about um, is uh, There Will Be Blood, 
mm. by uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. 12 out of 10. Yeah, uh, made at the same time as, uh, or shot during the same time as No Country for Old Men. They came is, out in the same year. Yeah, How what crazy a, is that? What a good year for Westerns. Yeah, I mean, like the, fa- like the fact that um, either one of them could have won Best Picture and it, both of them are 21st century defining cinema Master, yeah. like masterpieces of cinema like it's crazy yeah uh, daniel day lewis what an actor they don't make him like him anymore oh my god i mean, uh, he is such he's a, such a like, such a range of like i felt pity for him i was happy for him i was sad i was angry at yeah. him it's like the whole breadth of emotion in in one character yeah. and he, like you, you can't you see him get crazy love, yeah, slowly get crazy like i love crazier. the start you know the start of the movie so simple no dialogue you know with the baby and then yeah. like by the where where he ends up on the floor and it's yeah. just like the, that journey is just and so well. I love that. It's kind of on the nose, but he goes, "I'm finished," and then the credits yeah. roll. It's the best ending. Like, yeah, such a good ending. That that end monologue with the "I drink your milkshake," like yeah, 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 on another level. Yeah. Also, Paul Dano is amazing. Transcendent. Get yeah. out of here, ghost. Yeah. Now, like I, that is, I don't know how where that like how can you be that good. I know. Like he, Daniel Day-Lewis. He, he's is, completely unhinged. Yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis Paul is Dano. like a god of acting. <laughs> but Paul Dano is unhinged, just so, yes, yeah. yeah, so good. Oh, man. And it's also, it, I do, I can't, I have a soft spot for those old, those small churches where yeah. they're really loud and, um, they, you know, they do the, the, what are the, the tongues and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, speaking in tongues, yeah. I kind of like that. I like to see that in cinema. Yeah. Uh, it it kind of, it's interesting. Did you watch that? What was that movie with, um, on Netflix? Tom Holland was in it. Yeah, that um, was great. Um, oh, it had it Robert called? Pattinson in yeah, it. Yeah, and he was like the preacher. Um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I can't what it's called, yeah. But that, that had that kind of church... Yeah, you know, yeah. That, that kind of the stuff. The Devil All the Time. Devil All the Time. Yeah. That, was a, yeah. that was an awesome film. Yeah, that was pretty good, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, um, There Will Be Blood. Uh, there's a scene uh, where he's with his brother, who turns out to not be his brother. Sorry mm. for spoilers. Mm. Um, but where Daniel Day-Lewis jumps into the water. Mm. And then it just has like... The, the, the colors are kind of interesting, but it has Daniel Day-Lewis kind of staying motionless in the center while the water revolves around him. Mm. And I'm like, and I don't know if this was just me trying to deconstruct the symbolism, but I'm like, is this the moment where it kind of clicks and he starts to go crazy? Because it's like him trying to stay stable Mm. in this world and he can't kind of like, you know what I mean? He's not stable anymore. It's like a representation of his like decline. And I was watching that and I'm like, oh wow, this is where it starts. And it kind of does. He kind of goes downhill pretty quickly from there. Yeah. Uh, like he pe- he beats up poor poor Paul Dano for like no reason. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what he well, shouts at him. I don't want to spoil anything for people who haven't seen it, which I mean you should. Everyone should have seen it. It's such a sweeping um, film that you can't really spoil it too bad. Yeah, but also Paul Dano's character isn't innocent. No, but he asked for the money. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis <laughs> just starts beating him up. I'm like that was so unnecessary. Um, also, the practical effects are awesome. Oh, the oil rig the The, um, the oil derricks. And like, I yeah. don't know how it all works. It's like suction and stuff. But when yeah. the fire comes billowing yeah, at the top, so cool. I was like, that costs money. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you, you know, movies are special and, you know, like There Will Be Blood and No Country for Old Men are those movies. It's like, they feel like classics when you watch them and they yeah. stand up to the test of time. Um, but yeah, they're movies where, you know how we, or me especially, we always complain 
movies they don't make them like they used to they don't make them with yeah. practical effects they're too much cgi crap this that and the other there will be blood is an example of like that's how you make a movie it's cinema I, it I've doesn't got, matter I'm that sure we're there in was the 21st century it doesn't matter that we got cg like that's how you yeah. make a movie uh, but i couldn't tell you know what i mean to yeah. me oh there might be some digital yeah, effects but, but like other, to me as, as far as i'm concerned yeah they time traveled and just took a camera with yeah. them and filmed some crazy stuff yeah. they saw such a good movie. Um, when it really transports you to that time and place, mm. and there's no there's no moment or scene that breaks you out of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's because just... even even like something like Devil All the Time, which was good. It's like there were moments where I was like, "Oh, that's bad CGI kind of thing." Yeah, and yeah. it's even the same with the wrestler. There was no moment that broke you out of the spell. Yeah, if that makes sense. No. It's it all looks like physical. I said, it like all I said, looks that's authentic. a very raw, authentic movie. It's got that documentary handheld camera kind yeah. of thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that's about it for me. That's it. That's it. I think that's it for oh, everyone. We thought we'd have to go over. Yeah, I mean, well, we could ramble on <laughs> for another seven hours about nonsense, but <laughs> oh, uh, um. One more thing about Army of Dead, Richard Cheese. Richard Cheese, yes. Yeah, almost the forgot. I knew I was going to love this movie. As soon as it started, um, Richard Cheese opens with a montage of like Vegas sort of um, under havoc of zombies. Like yeah. in, the, in the initial outbreak, Richard Cheese covers Viva Las Vegas. Yeah, which um, we... Because I, I, I wasn't really familiar with Richard Cheese. Oh, he's and amazing. And then uh, you guys he's were a, like, oh, he makes like soft he, he's lounge like jazz. lounge jazz um, covers cub- of like... It's rap tongue music in cheek. And, yeah. It's a jo- he's, he's, he's not a joke act. Yeah. But it's funny. Like, he covers all different types of stuff. He yeah. does heavy metal, rap, hip hop, yeah. um, country, yeah. like everything. Uh, but he does like lounge jazz versions of yeah. those songs. And he did that Viva Las Vegas for army of the dead yeah and then i was like oh, i don't really i'm not familiar with this guy so i started listening to some of his covers on youtube and then one of the first one i listened to was um down with the sickness and i was listening to it, i'm like oh zack snyder used this cover for his dawn of the dead movie so he I just was like, ma- so he Zach must Snyder, be a Richard Cheese Zack Snyder was just like, yeah, I gotta get some Richard Cheese in this movie. <laughs> so now every Zack Snyder movie I watch, see, I'm if, gonna be listening for if Richard there was Cheese. a Richard Cheese <laughs> song in Batman v Superman, it would have made it such a much better movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what was missing. Yeah, he does a good cover. Of Welcome to the Jungle. They could have used or something like oh, that. Yeah. Some heavy metal song. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Alrighty, well, I reckon that's all for tonight, everybody. Thank you all for right. listening. Cool. We will be back next week. Um, you can uh, catch us on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. Sorry, yeah. Apple Podcasts, um, iTunes, wherever you listen. Share yeah, wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate, review, and subscribe. Like and share. Yes, we are on do, Facebook, and Twitter, and Instagram. Do the things. It all helps. Do all it the helps. things. It helps us somehow. Um, We will be back next week. Thank you for listening, everybody. Adios, cousins.